Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch. Good morning, dear. Good morning. I know the dining room is a shambles, honey, but I'm... Cleaning the kitchen cupboards, and I had to take everything out. How can you say it's a good morning with a mess like this? <laughs> you think it's time you got used to spring house cleaning, sweetheart? Darling, I don't think I ever will. Where did all this stuff come from? Kitchen cupboards and the pantry cupboards and shelves. Sit down, have your breakfast. <laughs> Sit down. Where? Every chair is piled high. Yeah, I know. Pots and pans and dishes and boxes, bottles. I I didn't even know we had so much stuff in the cupboards. <laughs> I never realized it until I cleaned the shelves and take things out. Well, I fixed you some orange juice. I set it down somewhere. There's the bread, if we can find the toaster. Would you mind helping yourself a little bit, dear? I want these shelves ready for Mrs. Tenney to clean when she gets here. Oh, Mrs. Tenney, listen, uh, we have got to go over that Social Security tax booklet I brought home last oh, night. Oh, honey, not, not now, really. I am so busy. I just haven't... Look, and to... last night you were too tired. Well, I'm spring and... house cleaning. I don't have time to be fooling around with taxes, oh, dear, when I... You... I don't. Besides, I don't want to lose Mrs. Tenney. Now, I told you that yesterday when you brought up all this. And I decided we'd wait at least until I finished the spring house cleaning. I don't want her to quit right in the middle of it. She isn't going to quit. Yes, she will. I just barely mentioned the subject yesterday, and she mumbled something about those men down in Washington, and she stomped off upstairs. Oh, no, no. I don't want to say anything to her until next week, dear, when I get... Well, your tax finished. return has to be sent in on or before April 30th, which is this Saturday. Well, Now, look, I pour do. two cups of coffee and bring them into the living room out oh. of this mess, and we will go over the Household Employer's Social Security Tax Guide. Here's the coffee. I brought in your orange juice and some toast for you, too. Oh, fine. Well, thanks. Now, sit down. Will you please, honey? I don't have much time. We should have done this last night. Honey, I was tired. When you do spring cleaning, you're just dead tired at night. Yeah, I know. Now, here. This is the Household Employer Social Security Tax Guide booklet. And I also picked up a form for you to fill out. But I won't have time to help you do that this morning. You won't have time to help me? No, I'll just show you what has to be done. I can't do it at all. You know arithmetic is not my strong suit. Darling, for the the love of Mike, all you have to do is add up the wages you've paid Mrs. Tenney in January, February, and March and take 3% of the total income. 3%? Yeah, that's all. Then you deduct... I can't do 3%. 
I can't... I was never any good at percentages or, or, or those things that took pie, you know, anything. Look, all you have... What do you mean, things that took pie? Oh, you know, that 3.14 something or whatever it was, that square root. Oh, honey, look, never mind that, will you? This has nothing to do with square root. You, you merely take 3%. That's what I'm talking about, things I'm not good at. Now, 10% is something I can figure out. 10% is simple. Well, the government has to make it 3%, so on top of all the organdy curtains I have to wash and iron and the shelves I have to put fresh paper on, now I have figuring to do. And making it 10% would have been certainly much easier. Well, it would make that. you happier. I'm sure the government would be delighted to make the tax 10%. Well, I guess they figured that it would make more people happy if it were just 3%. <laughs> <I Yeah. see. laughs> well, anyhow, I certainly haven't time to do it today. As soon as Mrs. Tenney gets the kitchen and the pantry shelves washed, then I'm going to start putting things back, and I thought I'd rearrange things better out there. Seems to me we do a lot of unnecessary running back and forth to the pantry, you know, from the yeah, kitchen all right, to the pantry. Yeah, all right, all right. Anyhow, back. here. I think some of the things that I have in the kitchen I don't use too often should go to the pantry and vice versa. For example, I think we should have more glasses in the kitchen, don't you? Yeah, uh-huh, and fine, honey. Now, you arrange it any way you want. Now, look, stick out. with me a minute, will you, honey? Yeah, I, right. I want you to understand this. These are the new tax rates that went into effect mm-hmm. January 1st. I'm going to move my spices and baking powder and things like that down to a lower shelf when I can get at them better, too. I didn't have that All right, fine, you get at them better. Now, look, honey, could you, just for a minute, forget the baking powder and pay attention to this? Yeah, Here. all right, I'm with you. If an employer pays an employee $50 or more cash wages in a calendar quarter for household services, the taxes apply to all cash wages paid by the employer in such quarter, regardless of when earned. Well, you've lost me already. Who writes these things? I think it is very simple. Mrs. Tenney started working for you in January, but supposing she came once in December and you didn't pay her until January. Oh, she wants her money the day she gets Oh, honey, listen, will you? I said suppose. Now, look, the year is composed of four calendar quarters of three months each. Now, the one that concerns us now is the January, February, March quarter, and the tax return on the money earned in that quarter must be paid by April 30th, this Saturday. Are you listening? Yes, I'm listening. And the taxes apply to all cash wages paid by the employer to the employee in such quarter, regardless of when earned. Don't you understand it yet? Yes, but I don't see that it concerns us. Mrs. Tenney didn't come here in December at all. It doesn't concern us. Well, then why are we discussing it, for heaven's sakes? I have to get Betsy's room done today, dear. I have to move out all her toys and her dollhouse and take down her curtains and get them watched and her bed All right, all right. The point is that this booklet will tell you all you want to know about these taxes. Probably tells me more than I want to know about these taxes. (laughs) All right, I'll look them over. Oh, it really does make me kind of mad. I don't honestly think housewives should have to be bothered with this sort of thing. There's enough with all the housework we have to do. Now we're supposed to be bookkeepers and accountants. Yeah, well, it so happens that some years ago, a lady in Texas got mad about it, too, and she took the matter to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court decided that whether you approve or not, Social Security must be taken from the wages of domestic help. Mm. Now, look, don't you want Mrs. Tenney to get Social Security when she's 62? 62? I thought it was 65. No, no. I just noticed it says here, 65 for men, 62 oh, for women. Yes, I think that's uh, Did you want that. to deprive her of the benefit she'll get? Why, no, of course not. Well. It isn't that I really object to all this, dear. It's just that... It's just that I don't want to lose Mrs. Tenney, and she acts so funny whenever I mention it. Oh, you... All right, I'll sound her out again today and see how she feels about paying taxes. Sound her out? It doesn't matter how she feels about paying taxes. Don't you understand? It happens to be the law. All right, all right. Now, you sit her down today and get her Social Security number. All right, all right, all right. Let's see if I can find the 
right opportunity to bring it up. Well, if you don't, I can assure you the Department of Internal Revenue will certainly find the right opportunity to bring it up with both you and Mrs. Tenney. Well, I just wish every man in the Internal Revenue Department had to iron 18 pair of ruffled organdy curtains and he'd think twice about all this 3% of this and 3% of that. You talk to Mrs. Tenney. I fixed some coffee for us. Come on, we both worked so hard all day. Let's relax a little, shall we? <laughs> well, no thanks, Miss Piper. I'd rather keep right on going. Once I let up and relax, I can't seem to get my ambition up again. Uh-huh. No, I'll just keep right on with these kitchen shelves so you can get things put back in. Or, if you'd rather, I can go upstairs with you and help put those things back in Betsy's room. I finished all the woodwork in there. Oh, I know, and everything just sparkles. But you keep on with the shelves here. My husband can help me move the furniture back in Betsy's room when he comes home. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me, my husband wanted me to ask you for your social security number, Mrs. Tenney. <laughs> uh, the shelves in the pantry are all cleaned and papered, and if you want to start putting things back in there, Miss Piper. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and the point is, uh, Mrs. Tenney, you know, if you're going to get any social security benefits when you're... Well, actually, I thought it was 65, but isn't it nice? You'll get them when you're 62. Well, I... I... I'm not going to be 62 for a long time. Oh, well, of course not, Mrs. Tenney. And you can tell Mr. Piper that. Oh, but Mr. S- Mrs. Tenney, my husband wasn't asking. You I... can tell him just what I've told the census taker. A lady's age is her own business. But I'm nowhere near 62. Now, shall I finish these shelves, or would you rather get somebody else? Oh, no. I mean, yes, do finish them, please, Mrs. Tenney. Now, don't worry, don't worry. I'll, I'll talk to my husband. For 30 years, almost as long as network broadcasting itself, listeners have relied on Lowell Thomas's colorful coverage of the day's events. Why his continuing popularity? Several reasons. For one, Mr. Thomas's infallible accuracy. Listeners know they can rely on his news broadcasts. Two, thousands of acquaintances Mr. Thomas's globe-circling expeditions have brought him everywhere are his personal sources for the day's news, giving it added color, dimension, and meaning. Add to this his well-honed talent of description and flair for humanizing the news, and you have the keys to Lowell Thomas's 30-year reign as reporter, lecturer, and CBS radio raconteur. Mr. Thomas and our great staff of CBS newsmen, reporters, correspondents, and commentators see that you are kept well informed, kept alert to the constantly changing pattern of world events. Clear, colorful, complete. CBS News on CBS Radio. back in. Oh, oh, boy, you must be dead tired from the looks of the dining room and kitchen. How would you like to go out to dinner tonight? Oh, thanks anyway, dear, but I put a casserole dish in the oven, and we'll eat on the card table in the living room. Thought if you built a fire, it might be kind of cozy, Isn't you know. Don't try yeah. to move that chest of drawers by yourself, Well, I don't you? want you to move things with your bad back. Well, look, you move things yourself, you'll have a bad back. <laughs> oh! Yeah, yeah, just oh. take that in. All right, I, did, you, did you get Mrs... 
Mrs. Tenney, Social Security number. Yeah, look out, dear. I don't want to scratch the wallpaper. Look out. Watch that corner. Watch that corner. Okay, I got it. What about Mrs. Tenney? Just set it down. Set it down right there. Yeah. Betsy's playing at Susie's, and she said she wants to decide where things go in her own room herself. She's rearranging. She's <laughs> she's getting so grown. <laughs> now, let's what see. What about Mrs. We... Tenney? I don't want to discuss it until the spring house cleaning is done. Now, I told you I'd lose her if I started all this tax talk, and today I nearly did. She was furious because she thought I implied she was nearly 62 already. And she said to tell you that a lady's age is her own business. Well, thank you. Who's asking her age? Her social security number is I'm all... I'm telling you what she said. <laughs> Apparently, she's like Aunt Effie, who didn't want the government to know how old she was when we had to apply for passports last year. Oh, for Pete's sake, I should have talked to Mrs. Tenney Now, you stay myself. out of it. You stay I... out of it. Don't you talk to her. You stay out of it, please. The minute you start fooling around with a woman's age, you're in for trouble. This has nothing to do with her age, will you? It's her taxes. It's the law. Well, it's an unwritten law that a woman doesn't have to tell how old she is. And even if she and I both wind up in jail for tax evasion, I want Mrs. Tenney here and happy until we finish the spring house cleaning. The tax return has to be in by this April 30th. Do you want the tax department to pounce on me? Well, frankly, dear, at this point, with all of the downstairs yet to do, I'd rather lose you than Mrs. Tenney. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Finish your cleaning, and when the time comes, I will deal with Mrs. Tenney. Now, important advice on how to give vital support to the flow of truth through the Iron Curtain. This is Paul Newman speaking. It's a struggle, being an actor in a free country. There are plenty of obstacles to overcome. But there's one thing an actor can be sure of. He's not just a propaganda tool, mouthing the government's party line. He's a free man. He can speak the truth. Actors behind the Iron Curtain in Russia's satellites do not enjoy such freedom. All material on radio, television, and on the stage is subject to rigid censorship by the government. Seventy-six million people behind the Iron Curtain listen to Radio Free Europe for truthful news. Keep the truth on the air by contributing to Crusade for Freedom. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Leona Powers and is produced by Walter Hart, directed by Dick Stenter. This is Warren Sweeney.